which was a moment where I went, oh, no, no, I no. I screamed. I, like, squealed. I was – I was – that's a moment that's going to change your relationship with your sister for the rest of your life. You're never going to be able to undersee it. Horror Movie Survival Guide is a weekly podcast where I, Gorehound Julia Marchesi, delves into my horror movie notebook to corrupt another one of my longtime chums, Terry Gamble, who is hiding in the creepy horror closet. My mission is to learn the gospel of horror movie survival and to incorporate Julia's wealth of wisdom to become a final girl disciple. Join us as we take a deep dive into everything from OG horror to newly released films, but preferably classics on VHS. We'll talk about obscure details that no one else notices. Spin off into alternate casting universes, crush on some dodgy, foxy fellows, and creepy uncles, and arm ourselves with the knowledge necessary to become the final girl. Hey guys, welcome to Horror Movie Survival Guide. I'm Terry and this is Julia. This week we are talking about 2016's Raw. Title of this episode is Finish Your Veggies. And the tagline for this movie is What Are You Hungry For? Yeah, it's not bad. Well, well, it's not bad. Uh, this what movie, are you hungry uh, for? <laughs> uh, this movie is a, uh, a French Belgian film that is written and directed by Julia Ducournau. Uh, so we, this is a film that had been recommended to us by many listeners, and we knew I knew I knew very little about this movie, almost nothing. But all I knew was it was going to be fucked up because that's what I'd heard from people. It's one of those things where you're like, you're gonna watch Raw? Ah, have fun. One of those kind of things, and you're like, oh 100%. no, hundred percent. This is going to be like, intense. Like years ago, I remember going out with some guy and he was like, oh, like you're into horror? Like, oh, have you seen Raw? Like trying to get cred. And I was like, no, I don't. I'm not ready. Not ready. But here you are, <laughs> ready to go. Years later, finally. Oh, gosh. Uh, so this movie goes, jumps right in, uh, literally and figuratively, with a girl jumping in front of a car on an open road, uh, which the car crashes. And then that's the beginning oh okay yeah i was like oh beautiful tree line lane gorgeous and then oh and i was like oh it's a trap that's a trap it's like the beginning of like i don't know reminding of the deer at the beginning of like get out or something i was like Mm -hmm. oh no some like a car accident like that the beginning is definitely not good never a good sign when your film opens with a car accident so we meet a family uh where our heroine justine and her and her parents who are vegetarian at a cafe very unhappy that there had been meat in accidentally in her mashed potatoes this is not suitable they are vegetarians full stop yeah and they were like what if she was allergic like mom like goes and gives like the server there like a, a good talking to about it it's a pretty intense moment. And so they're like not just regular vegetarians. They're like the most militant vegetarians, you know, like hardcore. So I was like, okay, yes. yeah. So this this movie is about uh, her being dropped off to college and now she's going to become a veterinarian. And this was this was giving me, because this is French, right? So we don't have fraternities and sororities, but it's giving me fraternity vibes so fucking hard where it's that thing where they just fuck with you so bad and you can't do anything about it and you have to go along with it. And it's this seemed way more, I don't know. I guess fraternities the are also hazing was, Yeah, no, fraternity life, it's it's all inserted. It's I was going to say, this seems, this seems like ramped up, but I'm like, maybe not. Maybe this is not that ramped up from what Americans do. I have no clue. I'm, thankfully, I know nothing about it. Stay not a Greek life, a hundred percent. But the, uh, you're but, so but, funny. But, but no, I, I mean, but this, but this is just general cheap. hazing. Like sure. I think this happens anyway. Like depending on what type of school you're going into, and this seems like a very specialized, like hardcore. Like this is like the t- best of the best vets, like in the nation. I think like go to the school. It seems like it's like 
some sort of clout um, and some sort of crazy thing they're going to put everybody through. So, yeah, it looks really, really bad. Um, it looks like they're like they send them through like this crazy maze that they have to get through. Like they're literally crawling on their hands and knees through the darkness and Waking end up, up this, like ski masks and yelling and throwing mattresses at windows. Terrifying. And so you don't know what's going to happen. And this is very scary. I think the image of all of those people crawling around in their underwear to like oh, Lord knows what. Uh, but you know what? It's a fucking rave. So it's cool, man. You but know? it reminded me like, honestly, I had like flashes of that. What was that movie? That's like that French uh, cartoon movie where it's like the aliens are pe- the people are like the actual pets. Uh, I can't remember. Planet? Yeah, it reminded me like everyone crawling, like it had that vibe of like, mm-hmm. oh no, like now oh, you are, are these- servants. Yeah, are you animals? Are you people? Like who's what? And I was just like, oh no, this is already giving me very weird vibes. But then they end up at a rave and you're like, okay. But just not a hazing. She doesn't seem like the kind of girl who would appreciate a rave, uh, middle nope. of the night rave. She seems uh, very, very uptight. She also has a lot of pressure on her shoulders because her sister Alex also goes to the school, does very well, and her parents went to the school where they also met also did very well so it's like she's a legacy she's a legacy so her reputation precedes her so it's one of those things where you're like oh i have to go to the school where i have to try to live up to this legacy and she's highly stressed you can tell like it's going to be really really scary for her yeah i would be i would be stressed if i was her as well uh we we get our first veterinary scene so this this movie uh if you're if you get upset by movies in any way, this movie is going to upset you. So so I'm going to preface it by saying there's no this is animal uncomfortability. Uh, this is veterinary science. This is not them hurting an animal. Yeah, this the context an warning for this. Yeah, and yeah. seeing a horse knocked out and they're opening its teeth with a big bit and it's not pleasant at all. And you can see on her face she's kind of freaked out as well. And this is the reality of veterinary science. You're like yeah, I get to play with horses, but also knock them the fuck out and like put them in a harness and not it's not cute. Yeah, and they have to go through, in the midst of all this stuff too, I, I don't want to jump too fast, but they have to go through like an initiation part too where they actually have to eat um, basically some animal part basically. And so we know rabbit, that- Raw rabbit kidney. It's a raw rabbit kidney. Um, they have them in a jar as they go through the hazing ceremonies that they've got all the kids going through. And they're like, um, yeah, you've got to eat it. And she's like, but you know, um, I, I can't, like I'm a vegetarian. What do you mean? And, and her sister's like, I did it and I, I eat meat now. They, She had no idea her sister was a meat eater now. So this is like a big break from family tradition. So And Alex just comes up. She, she refuses and Alex comes up and shoves shoves it in her mouth, really makes her do it. Uh, and yeah. see, this is the kind of thing where I know this is important plot wise, but as a as this kind of person, I would just say no. I mean, yes, you, but you know, they have this thing, you're going to be ostracized for the rest of your time here and you're a traitor and no one likes you. And like, eh, but also... Fuck off, man. Who cares? Don't, don't shove a fucking yeah. ball that kidney in my mouth. And as well turned out, if she had stand up, stood up for herself at that moment, none of this would happen. It's The whole trajectory would be would possibly be different. So this um, is actually yeah. interesting because mm-hmm. this means that the, the horror movie survival guide tip for this movie is stand up for yourself. Yeah. And like hold your guns. Like if you're, you know, got some principles, you're like if you're a, a vegan or vegetarian, like hold your ground. Like don't let somebody force you to do something that you do not want. Um, and that you're not okay with. Um, so she doesn't want to go through that portion of the initiation, but she does. And they douse these kids in blood. Like there's all kinds of buckets of blood. So I was like, oh, buckets of blood. This movie's already basically a five mm-hmm. from, <laughs> from the get go when they douse all the kids in like a bunch of animal blood and stuff too. You see the um, older kids, it's really easy to see them marked because they have 
they all have their white lab coats for vet school and all the people who have been there for a while, their coats are like covered in like graffiti and they've like decorated them. And they, these kids are like cool vets, I guess is what it seems like. They all seem like rock stars a little bit, which is yeah. like not what I would think of when I thought about veterinary school by any means. No, but they're French. So they're so automatically kind of cooler anyway, you know, just having raves on their first night, like it ain't a big, big deal in some sort of shipping totally. container. I love it. So uh, Justine's having a problem because she has been waking up with a horrible red rash all over here. Now we're gonna. This is this is sliding us real real gently into the body horror section of this movie. It's not gonna let up for the rest of this film. But I'm just letting you know. If you think watching someone scratch a fucking disgusting rash in close up is bad, just wait, friends. Just wait. <laughs> the I... lights await you. Cringed so hard as soon as I, I was. This is what I was like. I was like, this is what I was avoiding all these years. This is what I was not waiting for. But I was just like, oh no, yeah, oh no. It's like go to the doctor, girl. You like your whole her whole body, and like she just was like laying in bed, like okay, I guess like I gotta suffer through this, and like keep scratching at it. I'm like, you know, you all, everyone knows when you have something everyone like gets. that, you do not scratch it. You need to go either get some cream, go see a doctor, get you it handled. You also know how hard it is to not scratch it. Sure. I right? know, but it's then so- like you roll around like or do something else, but then she just goes crazy. She goes to the doctor pretty quick. We have this badass nurse who peels a bunch of her flesh off, like it's not a big thing, uh, gives this rad monologue while she's smoking that has nothing to do with the plot yeah, this doctor i love like, her i love it when you just give a random character a monologue and like never see you again but i liked your monologue okay here we go moving on this is movies made in 2016 she's smoking in the office you know that's very cool. french belgian i guess but anyway um she's like yes i am your doctor i i smoke this i don't know i haven't been in a french belgian hospital in the last 10 years or ever so i couldn't no, say no no I couldn't say definitively either, um, but um, I like the story that she tells. She talks about it's like a anecdote about a girl who was, you know, basically bullied because she was bigger, and uh, she says this fat girl basically got, you know, got bullied, and basically she's like the year always starts off rough, but you just need to find like you know corners of yourself to hide and where you can be yourself and not have to be a part of all of this, all these shenanigans. So basically, she's kind of like. Lay low, you'll be fine. Like giving her kind of the keys to the kingdom. Yeah, like, which is, you know, which is nice advice. But I feel like I can remember my first week of college, and if I had to do all of this on top of just the stress of new place, new everything, not with my parents, like that, all of it, all of it would be just overwhelming. And you can see her being overwhelmed because she her her sister although also not very nice uh there's a there's a there's a she she accidentally doesn't wear the uniform for the day that everybody's supposed to wear so they make her wear a diaper in her shame and now she has to go borrow clothes from her sister and her sister actually shoves her out the door shoves her doesn't I was like, oh no, not even the sister is solace. You have really nowhere to go. She has no one. She's really feeling lonely. You can feel her isolation and her loneliness as well um, as things are going on. And, um, you know, she gets home and her mattress is on the front lawn and her roommate's having sex, so she can't go inside. It's one of those. It's, it's that moment of just like, oh, I'm in this weird adult life and this is what it's like, right? You know, like this is what I have to deal with. So, um, you know, she ends up kind of just having a moment where she just breaks down a little bit, but she seems different. Um, she gets, you know, goes to the cafeteria the next day and her um, roommate, who she was also annoyed because when she came to class or, or showed up to school, she was supposed to have a female roommate, but they gave her a guy. But he's like, it's OK, I'm gay. We will be fine. She's like, OK, fine, I guess. Like literally everything that could kind of go wrong in this first week has um, so far. 
Um, and so um, she gets up in the lunch line and she steals a patty of meat and puts it in her pocket, which is very suspicious. Like she just reaches it and grabs it, throws it in her pocket. I was like, that is wild. Um, okay. Also, we know that she's got this huge aversion to meat, but all of a sudden she is craving it. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. What has, I don't know what's going to happen next, lady. What those rabbit kidneys done to you? Mm-hmm. So she ends up going out for a, a kind of sh- guilty, shameful trip to a truck stop to get shawarma in the middle of the night with Adrian, her roommate. And also another character who just comes up, a trucker who comes up and gives this really gross monologue uh, yeah. while stroking Adrian's ear. And I was like, this is going to go bad. This I don't like where this is headed. And it goes nowhere. And I was like, oh, okay. He's just stroking his ear being creepy, but that's all there giving is. Giving us some fun little red herrings here and there, but I feel like they're all, all of them are giving like kind of like pertinent, like anal, anal analysis of whatever Justine is going through mm. is kind of what they keep giving. So like this guy gives a whole monologue about pigs and how they're like people genetically and how like it's no different basically if you're eating pork versus a person. And so having her hear that, you know, that's going to send off some sort of alarm bells in her little ears of like, mm-hmm. oh, mm. well, if this tastes so good and I love this now. Like maybe people taste good. So I don't uh, know. But side effect of her eating the shawarma sandwich is she does come back and starts puking up uh, horrible long strands of hair. And there's a excruciating scene of her pulling hair out of her Because she mouth. was sitting there also eating her hair like <laughs> while she's sitting and talking with her professor. So it wasn't just the shawarma. She was literally sitting there eating you hair. Even eating that much hair. That was intense. No. But it, it's a good yeah. it's a good body it's a good body horror thing. It's um, beautiful. It, and it the anorexic girl in the bathroom gives her tips about how to puke better. She's like, next time put fingers in your mouth and you'll do it better. Like she yeah. it seems like she found like a bonding friend and she, that's the, the uh-huh. other girl Justine's like no different story over here, uh-huh. lady. No. Uh, so there is a scene where the sisters are up on a rooftop and they're drunk goofing around together. Wait, Can we okay. talk about how they get there first is oh, she I'm shows sorry. up and Alex is in class, her sister, and she is arms deep uh-huh. up an asshole of a cow and just pulls her arm out and is all this, and pulls out a bunch of shit. And then they go up to the rooftop after her I'm sister sorry has been arms that, deep. That moment, and then she talks about right after she has the arm that so sorry that she talks about how she made it with a guy who had didn't have an arm and she didn't notice till like after like halfway through the conversation. But I just thought the visual of her looking like she doesn't have one going right into a monologue with that. I was like the editing in this is mm. mwah, mwah. every single <laughs> random thing I feel like in this movie. I You're saying random. I'm like, no, no, no. Those are clues to the next scene and bumping you into the next moment. So uh, they have a, a contest. I kind of Alex shows her that you can as a woman pee standing up, uh, which I don't know if that would work. Uh, yeah, no, I know some girls that can do it. It can. does. I've yeah. never, I've never tried. I'm not that girl. That's too much I information can't. for you, listeners. I apologize. Uh, but I, maybe that sounds fun. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, uh, Alex can yep. do it. Justin cannot and ends up peeing all over herself. Uh, when they go back to her house, Alex was like, well, you've never, now she wants to wax her. Now she sees that she is not waxed and needs to wax her sister. Uh, Justine has never been waxed, says, okay, realizes after the first strip that it's fucking torture and is like never mind she said we can't leave you halfway done so they have it also gets stuck though too because it's like they're trying to pull it off but it's like so much hair that it's like girls like yeah it it was too much so uh that she needs to go get some scissors so alex grabs some scissors and and uh at the at the moment where alex is about to cut the wax off of her justine kicks yells it's my pussy and accidentally Alex cuts her own finger off with the scissors. 
And she had been shaky as hell before because they were pretty drunk. And uh, she sees that little blood coming out and that finger's off her little nubby nubby finger. And she sees all the blood spurting out because when you cut one of those things, the capillaries are right there and there's a lot of nerve ending and it doesn't stop bleeding. I've cut a piece of my finger up before, not a very big one, not like that. But I fainted. He's also turning to be a doctor. I think you should Uh should know. I thought I was going to be a doctor and I fainted because it's a Ah. lot of weird blood coming out of your body and from a very specific spot and it's very painful. So the adrenaline all rushes and then then you see the blood and then you faint. Happened to me. Just Ah. saying. Related. So she faints and there is a moment where Justine realizes uh, Alex also has a dog named Quickie. Justine realizes that Quickie probably is going to eat this finger if she does not find it. Goes to find the finger, finds the finger. But Quickie does not get to snack on that finger because she decides to, she's going to snack on it herself. So not only do we get a moment of Justine eating her finger sister, we also get the moment of sister waking up and finding her doing it. Which was a, se- a moment where I went, oh, no, no, I no. I screamed. I like squealed. I was, I was. That, that's a moment that's going to change your relationship with your sister for the rest of your life. You're never going to be able to undersee it. And you'd be like, for the rest of your life, you're like, you ate my fucking finger. You're a fucking psycho. I couldn't, I don't know what would happen. I would be like, I've, I've, you've broken my brain. What do I do with you now? Yeah. And she was supposed to put it on ice. She like walked over by the refrigerator, didn't do it. Like she had even called 911, you know, the whole thing. They're like 15 minutes. She's like, well, 15 minutes. Guess I got some time for a snack. Like, it's like, okay, girl. And so um, they end up going to the hospital and, you know, Justine tries to make herself puke outside while she's like waiting, you know, and she, she can't. And, she even tries the two fingers, and it's just this whole crazy thing. So, um, but Alex you know. ends up saying Quickie did it, and so now, but Justine feels terrible because now they're going to put Quickie down because they say that now the animal who has tasted human flesh isn't safe. If he likes it, he will bite again. So, yep. R.I.P. Quickie. So, Daddy's telling you exactly the the, the name of the game for this uh, for Justine now too, because Dad, that's what he tells her, and you realize, oh, if she's the one who bit it, and she's the one who ate it, and now she has a taste for it. This is it's all over for her, so um, which is always the the the, the cannibal lure, right? That human mm-hmm. flesh tastes so delicious that if you'll have it once, that you'll never want to have anything else again. I can't imagine anything tasting like that good because there's foods like cheesecake. I love cheesecake more than fucking anything. It tastes fucking delicious, but I don't want right. to eat it all the goddamn time, and I'm not like compelled to have it. It's just like oh, it tastes nice when I have it. Yeah, it's like it's like a treat. So I guess maybe that's how she feels because she doesn't eat human flesh all the time. But it's like a treat. She it's like ice cream for her. Oh God. Anyway, what I do love though too, can I just shout out the extras that are in the scene randomly when they're outside of the hospital? Like it's just like, why are people just sitting outside? There's like a like person, like a nurse just talking to two seeming patients like outside in the cold. Oh, very I guess random. I, I guess I was thinking of like whenever I go to hospitals, I usually see people out there like that because it's people waiting for their rides. So it's dubious oh. if they're outside and it's cold, but it's usually like there's someone's coming yeah. to pick them up. The nurse is waiting outside for them. Okay. Okay. I was like, why are they sitting outside? Like I would like wheel them out when like the person got there when they're ready. But anywho, it was very random to me. Um, And I just like that that they were acting their, their, their faces off behind her um, in that moment. But Alex is pissed. She like her mom is the mom's trying to wheel her out with a wheelchair and Alex like walks up. She's like, I'm not an invalid. Like I don't need to be wheeled out. Like the mom's like, no, this, I want better service. Like she's like wanting other things for her daughter, but it's like Alex doesn't give it anymore because she, she knows what really happened, even though she covered up for her. So now that she knows her sister has got this proliquity, she tries, decides to help her out and teaches her the card trick that we saw from the very beginning of the movie. We knew it was going to come back some way, somehow. 
and so this is such a high risk trick to get what you're getting i feel like there are a thousand better ways to do what she's doing i understand you getting quick access to blood but there's quick there's other ways because the fact of how bad it can go wrong for you right if you don't jump out the split second if they don't have the right time to to move like you're gonna get crushed but you're luckily, acting, acting like they're making any type of rational decisions or choices in this film I know. <laughs> this is something that obviously alex has done before so and yeah. she seems like a fairly logical character even though she's kind of mean but she's also in veterinary school so she has to have some sense of actual she's also, like brilliant like at it apparently right. too right uh, so. so Alex pulls this trick where she runs out of the road, the car crashes, and she's taking her sister's like, hey, fresh blood, here we go. But she's not just, uh, I shudder to even say it, she's not just drinking their blood. There's actually a shot of her, and this is one of the grossest shots I've seen in cinema. This is pretty fucking gross. Of her, actually just the guy's head is, a uh, brain is exposed through his head, and she's just kind of chomping on his brain through the f- skull, and I was like, uh-huh. oh, woof. That's rough, man. She, she went full zombie on us for a second. She's like, boy. Even zombies, I don't boys. feel like, like you like lift them up or something out first. It's just like right in the head itself. It's, it, yeah, I she mean, just it's went beautiful. in. She was just like, mm, fresh. Must be, she wants to get it before it cools off, I'm sure, right? So um, uh, I, the, the one I will tell you, though, uh, you know, I, I'm very good about not looking away. Right. And even that scene, which was disgusting, I did not look away. The scene that actually made me look away. There's a random party scene where we see uh, someone licking an eyeball and they oh, like, yeah. really close up in that. And I was like, nope. Yeah. Nope. 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 Oh, really? That. I couldn't do it. I, immediately. I saw I was like, no. Away. That's part of that watching the eyeball thing was Justine watching it like she was so horny for it. Like she was like, <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite part of that moment. But anywho, um, so yeah, so you know, um, Justine after this highway incident goes back to class and she is eyeing her her roommate Adrian like she wants to eat him. Like mm-hmm. he, she's watching him play like out with some friends and she looks so hungry. You're like either really horny, really hungry, all at the same time is what it looks like. Just looks like she wants to completely consume him in every way possible. Yes, devour him. Devour him. And her nose starts to bleed like she's 11 or something, like fire starter moment. And you're like, Mm -hmm. okay, kid. Um, So I was like, oh, no. Like, has she got some supernatural thing that's making her do this like this? Like, I don't know. So uh, I know he's, he's, he's doomed now that she has got her sights on him. Because um, we're never really clear. They mm-hmm. never really say in the movie what exactly is happening with her physically, right? We right. know that she had this rash. We know that she uh, has this taste for flesh. We know that now she has nosebleeds. But, uh, you know, so it seems to be something both physical on the outside and also in your brain. Something's wrong right. with you. So it's all sorts of whatever is in this fucking rabbit kidney. Um, and only seems to be affecting her and her sister. Right. This was something mm-hmm. I was like, oh, does this do this to everybody? Is everybody in this veterinary program like that? Not clear on that. Um, right. But they end up having uh, she starts to really feel herself. And I would say that you know the transformation of this actress from the beginning of the film being this kind of mousy, very awkward, clearly doesn't want to be in any. Doesn't even situation. know how to dance, doesn't know how to wear heels. All of a sudden she throws on a dress and dances in front of a mirror like she is. Uh, about to have the best masturbation session on her life or something and then go out and devour people. Like, it is wild, this moment. And the song that she's dancing to, like, the lyrics of the song is called, like, Bang the Dead. And it's just, like, this crazy, like, the the layers and levels that this song is, like, one of the dirtiest songs I've ever listened to. 
you know, it's like up there. And I was like, man, she was yeah. going for it. She got Pretty gangster French all of a sudden. <laughs> it's like hot French rap. And I was like, damn, like this is like in some dirty basement club. I imagine this song coming on and like everyone losing their minds and just like having an orgy. This is wild. So yes, this is she- like the energy she's giving now from being like the girl who like wouldn't even touch a piece of meat to like. I just yeah all over. Just I was like, oh god, okay. Herself, she makes out with the mirror, like practices kissing, and just like so you get this great shot of like we are the mirror, like as the audience, and, like seeing her like make out with us. Basically, is pretty wild. But now she has realizing that she is addicted to the to the flesh, and that she starts to have withdrawal, and so she's like a junkie going through this whole thing. So she knows she has to get more. Uh, she has that fitful sleep she's like sweating and shaking she literally has the dts like she looks really bad Mm -hmm. because she hasn't had some so she really needs it so um there's this whole another hazing thing this blue paint yellow paint situation that they throw a couple of the co-eds basically together and like okay uh, don't come out of that room until you're green because one of them is doused in blue and one of them is doused in yellow love this and at first she's very trepidatious, but then is kind of getting into it, but then gets a little too into it and then happens to bite a part of his lip off. So this is already starting to be, you can see where, how the other students are seeing her already. Like things are about to get worse, but already this is our first moment. Like, oh, there's something perhaps wrong with this one. Uh, she starts making out with Adrian, uh, the supposedly gay roommate. Uh, they end up uh, doing it. It's losing yeah. opportunity to her her gay roommate, and she tra- keeps trying to bite him, and he keeps being like, "Stop, please stop biting me! Don't like." She pushes it. him away, but in, in the course of it, like she needs to bite, so she ends up biting her own arm, like a pretty good a uh, pretty good little scar mark, like full bite um, into her own arm while she's like coming. So she needs it, like in as part of that uh, situation. So he's like, "I'm not sure if you're like." if this is like some BDSM thing or like what it is for you, but you got to kind of figure out what's up, like what this all means for you. Cause this is kind right. of dangerous. But they immediately fight the next day because he's being weird and he's telling her I'm gay and forget it. And we shouldn't have done it. And so now she's pretty unhappy because she likes him. And now he, she thinks he's not gay and they take her virginity and everything's good, but no, everything's not good. Um, but she uh, is at now a full sicko badass mode and goes to uh, the party where the eyeball looking commences and yeah. gets into a situation that's pretty bad. Yeah, she orders, she's not a drinker as we've learned early on, but she orders like a full shot, but then she makes them fill the full glass with vodka. So I was like, oh no, that's the right amount to blackout lady. And she basically does. Um, She finds her sister along the way before she's fully blacked out though, who drugs her down to the morgue. And I'm thinking, oh, her sister's going to help her find another way to eat people. Um, But no, we find out the next day that her sister did not just take her down to the morgue to show her like an ethical or whatever way to like eat people that are already deceased. Um, she got a bunch of people around. They made a full video of her because the next day she realizes in class, like everyone's staring at her weirdly. Everyone's moving away from her. And so Adrian pulls her out after she gets out of class and shows her the video of her sister egging her on and treating her like a full on dog and teasing her with some guy's hand. Yeah, uh, who's dead. So Justine rightfully goes up to her sister and starts a fight and they have a, a delicious fight rolling around on the courtyard, which of course everyone everyone's filming because people are fucking assholes. Uh, but it goes to the to the get to the level where Alex ends up biting off a piece of Justine's cheek. 
yep. uh, which tells her she tastes like shit. Although Justine had told her earlier, Alex tastes like curry. So, you know, uh, so that's a pretty, yeah. pretty bad bite. And they're really, it, it is a, a bad bite. Like she really takes a chunk out of her face. Yeah, and it's it's. I think the 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 beautiful shot of this too was then when they got pulled apart from each other. They're being restrained by two guys, and they look like dogs that just got pulled apart from each other in a fight. You know, when you like two owners like come up and have to pull them apart. That's exactly what they look like, um, and they're still chomping at the bit, so to speak, like trying to like fight each other. Um, and uh, yeah, the the next day there's there's a there's a raid. You know, it seems like one of those haze raids. And everyone's going out into the, you know, the quad. There's music playing and they grab their blankets. And it's like, you know, everyone's kind of waking up lazily and slowly. So um, uh, the sisters, you know, had the night before kind of dressed each other's wounds and seemed to like bury the hatchet, so to speak. Like, okay, we're both freaking crazy and this sucked and whatever. We've, this we've is what we do. Other. Yeah, we've bitten each other and drank each other's blood. This is how we're we even are. now. We mm -hmm. are. So there is an air horn that marks the end of rookie week, which they call, you know, we, we would call haze week. And they, she wakes up next to Adrian and he's looking all nice. And she reaches her hand down, maybe touch him a little bit, wake him up. And something ain't right down there. Cause there's a lot of blood down there. And when she pulls back the blanket, a good chunk of his thigh has been munched up. Yeah. Whole haunch, whole haunches, haunches, crunches. Someone was a thigh person and she, she did have nice thighs. No, he had a nice everything. That guy was he was hot. He was hot, hot. Um, and so I was like, I get it. I get it, Justine. <laughs> like, I would devour him too. He's gorgeous. <laughs> um, but um, so she, you know, beats herself up or feels bad and yells at him, even though he's clearly deceased now because he's lost all kinds of blood and just is not, blood kind of spills out of his little mouth. And she's like, why didn't you stop me while we, why didn't you restrain me? Because he usually has been so good about keeping her back. So she thinks she did it. But she walks over to the other room, other part of the room, and she sees her sister sitting there, like catatonically playing video games, um, because it's all been a game for her. <laughs> they had, uh, they had both, you know, had set their sights on him. But her sister came and took the best of him, so to speak, and and took him out. Um, so it wasn't actually Justine; it was Alex who took him out. And it looks like she's gonna smash her in with the ski pole thing that she has into the chest but she doesn't she just cleans her helps clean her sister up mm -hmm. gets her out of there and uh sis ends up going to jail yeah gets up going to prison for munching on a dude and hard to hide that body so she said uh she's there and they, they end up flipping each other off in like a kind of cute sisterly way but it's all kind of gone wrong uh justine well, they goes, like with, it's with each other's wounds because she flicks her off with her her, her like no non-existent middle finger and then justine puts her little cheek against the window like when they go to jail to visit and the parents are just royally upset and they go home and so justine stuck with her parents back at home uh, so she's home and she's uh, at the dinner table with her mom and dad mom says she can't leave the table until she's finishes her meal but she says she's full mom leaves the table dad who has been quite quiet this whole whole movie suddenly has a revelation what is that revelation terry oh goodness well you know if you want to know something uh hereditary is a very strong thing and this is one of those times where it turns out mama is not the vegetarian that she plays herself to be she also has a certain appetite for flesh and dad, you realize he's got a little scar that runs down the middle of his little little lip. And you're like, oh, he's like, this is from the first time we kissed. And then he opens his shirt and he's covered in just all his skin has been devoured and ripped off. And clearly years and years of little bites and little pieces of flesh, mm -hmm. pounds and pounds of flesh 
have been offered up in the name of love to his beloved. So is this something that we're assuming it was just mom has it and dad does not and he's just been the, the victim or is he something he's into it as well? I think he's like Renfield style and also probably has a little bit of like some layer of like BDSM with him in as well. Okay. If he's like willing to like be a part of this, uh, this whole thing. Uh, uh, yeah, I wasn't, that, mm-hmm. it wasn't clear. I thought it, it was possible that both mom and dad had it. And it, it, it's, it's honestly possible that this raw rabbit kidney thing actually does infect the entire school. There's no evidence that it doesn't. Right. Yeah. Because there's there's people who are filming them attacking each other and biting each other. But I don't feel like it's ever the level like they're fucking biting each other. Jesus Christ. Like it, nobody seems that alarmed that that's part of the fight. So maybe that's something that they see often. But that one girl didn't want to sit next to her at school. Like, I just wondered, like, why they were so, like, people were really, like, even Adrian was like, this is not good. Like, you need to, you know, like, calm well, down. Well, that was, that was that video about her. That was her behavior. Right. Like, but no. even when they were first, like, biting and he was, like, first making love or whatever, too, like, it was, like, it was a very weird situation for him. So I don't know if that's as common in the school. I think it's really their family. But um, who knows? This movie was uh, Lots just, of questions. As, just as intense as I thought it would be. I yep. I was uh, disgusted quite nicely. So well done to the special effects team for making very realistic looking flesh that we see people eat throughout this entire film. Uh, yeah. Was it like what you thought it would be? Yeah. And more and more. Okay. But also when I realized, because I didn't, I don't even think I realized it was like a French Belgian thing. But as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh no. Because <laughs> it's like. Because you think of like frontiers like, where you're like. Oh. Yes. I thought about, yeah, I totally did. I thought about that. I was like, I was like, oh, this movie's about to go really hard. And right. then um, uh, I think under the suggested, like an IMDb, it was like similar to like in some of the movies they had listed, there were like Climax, I, which we just martyrs, recently watched sure and stuff and there. Martyrs and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, ooh, okay. If it's anything like these other things down here, like in Suspiria, the new Suspiria and stuff are like right. listed underneath like the same kind of like family. And I was like, okay, this is going to, this is going to go there. So want to do some gore factor, Julia? I do. And I, but before we do, I just want to give a, a shout out to a uh, writer director, Julia Duku now for making such a gory fucking movie right on. I yeah, love it. it's badass. Gory indeed. So let's talk about that gore. One is not enough blood to fill a Dixie cup. Two, a puddle of blood. Three, enough blood to gross out the average viewer. Four, a bathtub of blood. Five is run for the barf bag. You are will not be surprised that this is a five. This is a five within the first ten minutes. It's one of those. We love gore. Uh, if you like body horror and human flesh devouring, this movie is for poor vu. It is for the gore, gore, gore hounds that don't mind some body gore, 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 for sure. Um, Chainsaws, uh, one if you're desperate, two barely qualifies as a horror film. Three, seen worse, seen better. Four, not too shabby. Five, fantastic oracle. I got to give this movie a full five. Uh, Enough to make me uh, queeze, turn, churn, burn. Felt it. Pretty darn good. This one is is not, does not, I, and I'm, this is not stuff I'm into. I'm scared of it. I don't like it, but I loved it. I gave this movie a four, not too shabby. I really thought it was a great film. It did what it was trying to do incredibly well. It was very well made. The performances were on board. If the people aren't committing to these performances, it won't work. And obviously everybody did. Uh, But uh, quite unpleasant to watch. And I'm not saying horror movies should be pleasant to watch, but there's ones that I'm like, I just, I don't want to, I don't want, oh no, like it's just so unpleasant. So I, I've been giving it four for my own, my own feelings of unpleasantness, not because it, it is a, a film that deserves a four necessarily, if that makes oh, sense. Oh man, yeah, uh, yeah. This is what we got to do. 
So uh, next week we're going to be talking about a movie. Now this is going to be interesting to talk about, Terry. So we're going to be okay. talking about Prey. The thing that's going to be interesting to talk about is that I've never seen a Predator movie, not even Predator. Are you serious? I've not seen any of them. No. Are you coming <laughs> out right now, like as a not Predator? Like, I, I mean, I, I mean, if you would ask me what genre have I skipped in the eighties maelstrom of movies, it's the action genre. It's not my bag. Like, I've never seen besides JCVD. I've never seen a Jean Claude Van Damme movie. I don't know if really? I've seen a movie. No, like that's just like that. Like uh, some of the Arnold, obviously. That's crossover, right. But, that's right. Yeah. But that that's kind of so stuff is really cause... not my thing. So I was like, okay, let's give it a try. Do I watch I mean, Predator beforehand? Do I just scrape in? I, these are questions. Your big brother didn't make you like. I might had to watch it all of that because of my brother. No. Like he was in charge in the my summer. My brother was watching like Rad and Ruben with Ed. Ruben and Ed. And we watched Young that Ruben too. Ben. We watched you know like North Shore a lot and Gleam in the Cube, like all of that too. But also. We had to throw in some of those so we'll see so yeah so um i think this that'll be this is great because this is kind of like a predator like prequel anyway so this is probably a good way to watch it if you're i know you like to watch things in order i'm chaos okay. i do not care but um this might be perfect then a good place to start so uh we'll be doing that i'm excited to jump in with you always excited to jump anywhere with you terry gamble if you want to jump on board with us we are online on twitter facebook instagram you can find us there we do have a patreon if you'd like to support us we love having you listen uh, you get your all of the episodes early and we get little bonus tidbits here and there we also have a teespring if you feel like repping us on your shirt or your mug or your makeup bag or what have you Sausage hoodie. Uh, yeah, if you want to think about us while you're brushing your teeth or whatever, and you know, I don't mind it. More scary movies. How about that? Hey, how about that? Yeah, I love it. Anyway, we'll see you guys next uh, time, real soon, uh, for more scary, spoopy things. Oh my god, it's almost Halloween, Julia. Are you ready? Uh, always. You know, I <sighs> live my life ready, getting ready for it. So thank you there. so much for listening to us. We adore you, and we hope you have a fantastic week. Bye. Thank you for listening. Horror Movie Survival Guide is independently produced by Terry Gamble, Julia Marchesi, and Sierra Ryan. Hey, that's me. If you would like to support the show, find us on patreon.com slash horrormoviesurvivalguide.